Gobble, gobble, we don't accept you. Yeah. <laughs> You're not one of us. Well, uh, Gordon, Gordon Gano said that the first Ramones record was one of his favorites, so edit that into the first first episode. Did he like Loudmouth? I I bet he did. It's a great lead in for a side beat. That's the only thing that would be important in this podcast. (laughs) I think I think he did. Um, I've never spoken to him directly um, or indirectly. He's never heard any input from me at all. (laughs) Um, You never yelled from the crowd and had him acknowledge you. No, no, no. That surprises me to hear that. No, he has not acknowledged me. Um, uh, KJ from Chicks Diggit has acknowledged me before because. Well, they're like the Canadian Violent Femmes. Yeah, yeah. So they're very similar bands where I, and I've seen both of them. Because <laughs> um, at one point, I pointed up at KJ to acknowledge him because I was like, I like what you're doing. And I pointed at him. And then he pointed at me. And I was like, I think he pointed at me. So I pointed at him again. And then he shook his head. I got Joey Ramondo recognize me to, at a show once. I could tell a story. It's short. I would like to hear it. <laughs> so, my friend, well, a bunch of my friends and I went to this horrible alternative rock radio station event at Blossom Music Center in Ohio when I was in school near Cleveland. And it was an all-day event, and you had to have a certain ticket to be up front in the pit area. And we had lawn tickets that were like five like ways away from getting up there. But we jumped over these barricades and got past security until finally we were in the front area. And when the Ramones were playing, we were right up against the stage or close to being up against the stage. And we kept throwing notes at Joey Ramone. They were stupid notes. So we just, and like he would not pick up any of the notes. But at one point, he pointed at me and my friend and like went like so to us and looked right at us. And it was very exciting. It was a great moment in my young life. It was around 1994 or five. So you ranked just below Riff Randall because, like, it was a Riff Randall. It was inspired by the life and times of the Riff Randall character. Because he read that note. He did. We thought if we threw a note at him, he'd come and play at our school, but it didn't really work that way. So nothing in Blow your notes became a lyric on Mondo Bizarro. No. Okay. <laughs> no. It did not. Interestingly, in that Ramones pit, um, and I used the word pit. Um, there was a very horrifying incident that fortunately is the only time I've ever seen anything like this that was very reminiscent of the scene in suburbia. This woman got her shirt ripped off and like was like standing there topless and people were like laughing at her and she was screaming and crying and it was pretty pretty severe. Sad, horrifying incident in my annals of show going. That's all I have. It sounds disturbing. It was pretty shocking. Alright. I don't know where to go from there. There's nowhere to go from there. <laughs> I guess the only place we can go from there is uh, we'll start with uh, Johnny's review of Leave Home. So Johnny, similarly to the uh, first album, he gives us Leave Home an A. Uh, He says, some of these songs we couldn't have done on the first album, but we were better players, faster and more skilled at this point. You could hear our development. I'm going to disagree with Johnny on this one in that this record sounds exactly like the first record. I have always been confused by the notion that the songs on the second album are faster than the first. I hear this said a lot. Yeah, Richie's not even on this record. This is not a faster album. It's uh, very similarly 
paced album, right? It doesn't seem faster to the rest of you. It sure doesn't no. No. to me, but everyone says it. It's like a commonly said thing that the second Ramones album is faster than the first. And I beg to disagree. Anybody want to break out the metronome and let's uh <laughs> I've tried I'd like to go beats I've done, here. <laughs> I've done it by hand. I don't think they are. I really don't. John? Yeah, I mean it's musically very similar. I think the production is much better on the second album. And I think that adds to its enjoyment, but song wise and tempo wise? It no. Is the production better or is it different? It's certainly a more heavily produced record in the in the um there, there's more things going on in the production. Yeah, and the guitars the aren't panned hard to one side or the other. I mean, I I don't I don't know that it's better produced, but it's de- it's it's a change. I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I disagree. I just I just don't feel I have much to add. No, this is going to be a tough record. Just are there really that many negatives that you know? Does, does well, you only liked 12 out of 14 songs on the first album. What about this album? Uh, well, this record's got what? Uh, also, it's 14 yeah, songs. Yeah, 14. Uh, Babysitter shows up on a lot of uh, different yeah. versions of, of this record, which Babysitter you know, may as well just be uh, uh, I Want to Be Your Boyfriend. Um, very similar I like Babysitter much more. Yeah, Babysitter's uh, better. It's a much better song. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say hey that... Guys. <laughs> I want to be your boyfriend. Is... Great song, but Babysitter's better. <laughs> I wish you could all see the look of disgust on our face. I'm disgusted by that. Um, and, the, and the analog to, um, to I want to be your boyfriend on this album is not Babysitter. It's I Remember You. That's the song yeah. that is intended. I would agree with that. That's the one that's intended. Also, Babysitter's not on this album. Babysitter's not on this album. But I Remember You is like not right in the exact same place as I Want to Be Your Boyfriend. It's also like kind of near the beginning of the album and you're like, oh, this is the I Want to Be Your Boyfriend on this album. But then they also have What's Your Game on this record. Yes. Uh, so you have two kind of songs that really slow the tempo down a little bit and uh, uh, I, I think uh, I remember you as a much better song than What's Your Game but just me I think I might have the controversial opinion on this one uh, California Sun is a bad song no matter who does it except maybe the dictators it's just is that just because Johnny can never hit that one note no that's ever? the only thing that that's the saving grace what, now what makes California Sun I think an example of, and John may disagree, an example of Ramon's sarcasm is this even more than the first Ramon's album has more deliberate pointings out of like, we're a New York band. And these songs are like about New York and New York, New York, New York. And then we're going to sing California Sun. There, there is like, I think some irony intended there. And um, I think it's a fabulous cover. I love the song, and I love the cover. I, I will say it. it's yeah. the best version of the song, and I think I'll go as far as to say it's my favorite cover song the Ramones have performed. Wow. I, I mean, think the it's... Dictator's version is pretty incredible. The Dictator's version is way better. No. I, <laughs> <laughs> the Dictator's version is stellar. I just look but, like you slapped him. As I, don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand these people. They're like, oh, we all hate the Ramones. Let's talk about the Ramones. Oh, we don't like this. We don't like that. Jesus. I can't wait till we get to Animal Boy. Yeah. No. Well, I'm not a wild savage. 
just have to say that. But I will, I will right now just tell everyone what my favorite song is, so you don't have to guess. And then uh, you all can be wrong with your favorite songs. But the best song on this album was penned by my man, Didi, and it's Now I Want to Be a Good Boy. That's my favorite song on the album. Wow. Jody, that's a good one. I'll let you I, respond. I hate this song. The wide-eyed, stunned look of art. That's the best song on Leave Home. Are you it's the best me? song on Leave Home. Uh, this is. I, I was waiting just to say, okay. What First song of all, the whole home, album is titled "Leave Home," and what song is about leaving home? I think it's "Now I Want to Be a Good Boy." I don't think it's "Commando." Yeah, yeah uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, I do not like that. That's probably the one song on the record that I, I just I absolutely will skip every single time. I will not listen to that track. Uh, it's also the beginning of side two. You just don't like the first song on side yeah, two. Yeah, don't flip the record. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to go with Carbone and Not Glue. You're so wrong. Holy shit. Is that, are you going with best one or worst song? Best. Carbone okay. and Not Glue. Okay. Is your yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's your favorite? I think so, yeah. This is a tough one because every song on here is amazing. Absolutely amazing. It's a great record, John's right. Yeah, I mean it's it's tough to it's tough to pick one that I that I would sit there and absolutely say. Except now I want to be a good boy. Well, no, I mean, yeah, that tracks back. You know, no, I, no, I'm no, missing on the broad, the slightly controversial and and it, what's funny is they're back to back. I'm not a huge Pinhead fan either, and I know <laughs> this is weird. I know that's like a that's like, <laughs> that's like a Ramones anthem, but I, I just uh, you know if I gobble had, gobble, we don't accept you. Yeah. <laughs> You're not one of us. I mean, I'm speaking for the group. I don't know. Maybe these dipshits don't like Pinhead either. You know, John's busy not liking Pinhead for some reason. Who knows? I like Pinhead. He likes Pinhead. I'm not saying it's a, you know. And Pat's busy, like, praising the dictator's version of Pinhead. But, um, so, um. I don't skip Pinhead. I'm just. Yeah, I would hope if, you I, don't if skip I'm looking pinhead. at all the tracks yeah. on that record, yeah. Pinhead would. It, yeah. Now I want to be a good boy, I won't listen to, but. Pinhead would be one. When they play Pinhead him. live in Rock and Roll High School and Darby Crash Goes Wild. Anyway, um, <laughs> we didn't get to what John's favorite song is. On so, so. It is a tough one, but I think... Yeah. I hope it's Pinhead. It, it's not Pinhead right now, but I'm going to go with Oh, I Love Her So. It's a great yeah, yeah. That's my that's second favorite. That's what I'm feeling right now. That's a great song. But I will... There's, we all agree that that's a great song? Yes, that's, that's a great song. There's yeah. a number of songs here that could be considered yeah. favorites. Yeah, nope. it's tough. Uh, you're gonna kill that girl. Uh, it's a great song. Uh, yeah, Commando is a great know. song. But yeah, yeah I, I would probably go with John. That oh, oh, I love her so is my favorite track on the record. Now, Commando, I feel is another another one that could be in heavy contention. I feel that's just such a great song. What is Commando? That's kind of surprising to hear you say that. Was that? I'm not questioning that that's a good song. I just it's a great song. I would not have guessed that that's in contention for. One of the best songs. If on this you think of like the uh, yeah. Ramones, you think of like what are some of the Ramones' greatest hits? Like you're not gonna like fail to mention Commando. I mean, it's just one of their songs. I feel like, like out of the super popular Ramones songs that you hear over and over again, Commando is one I never get you, tired. Commando is like a super popular song that you hear over and over again. In the in the subgenre yes. of Ramones songs, it's one of the hit Ramones songs. It's like every live set they ever played just about um, would include Commando. Even the last one, Great said Metallica covered. 53rd and 3rd, but I actually think Commando was their cover. Or maybe they, they did, both. They did well, it all. Yeah, they just awful. Taste, I've never listened to Metallica, so I can't. I have the YouTube. YouTube. I know what's up. <laughs> John, how do you feel about uh, the Medictus version of Commando? I 
might have listened to it once and quickly dismissed it as something I would never listen to again. But maybe I will. And then I will. It'll be like when I keep watching like Caratops Chairman of the Board. Like it can't be nearly as bad as I remember it. And then every time, <laughs> surprise, it is. And that's how I feel it's going to be whenever I listen to the Vindictives uh, leave home again. Yeah, I just don't know if there's too much else to say about this record. I, I mean, you can just kind of go down the track list and, you know, aside from my opinions on track eight. Uh, well, one what thing else I, can you say? One thing I wanted to bring up is. Is this the first record, first pop record that mentioned Burger King in the lyrics and not a jingle or anything? Because I feel not many pop records before and after have mentioned Burger King, but we've had a couple, but like... It's actually pronounced Burger King. (laughs) Burger King. (laughs) Do you think that, do you think he thought it was pronounced Burger King? I do. (laughs) It's It's... The Burger King reference is an interesting one, and it's an interesting one on a couple of levels. One, because it's a pop culture reference to Burger King, and that's interesting in and of itself. But also, the, the song is like, the album, again, is very, like, New York-specific. And we're talking about Coney Island, and we're talking about um, a couple of other New York things. What are we, um, like, Sheena is a punk rocker, is about New York, etc. And suddenly we're talking about Burger King, which is far more universal. And... Fast food came to New York City and cities in general, like after elsewhere. So it's kind of an odd universal concept of Burger King thrown into this like very New York specific album. That is interesting. I just like Burger King, and that's where my interest <laughs> came from. Um, I didn't think this went through as much as you did. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't think that through until you just mentioned it, but yeah, I, yeah. I stammered a little bit in my thinking aloud. I prefer Wendy's. Oh, you're wrong. Wendy's is also Burger good. King is the best of the big three. For sure. Burger King is number one. Wendy's is the worst of the big three. I feel like it's you're revolting. because of the Wendy's near you. I am, and it is a disgusting Wendy's, and I never eat it. I'm glad it's not a Burger King or I'd be dead. Although there, there's one coming in next door to where I work, which is, um, I'm hoping I can't smell it all day. I saw that. Well, it's such an eyesore, and that used to be, yeah, anyway. We'll skip the Burger King next door to me. That just might kill me. We might not get we might not get to Mondo Bizarro, or at least I might not get to Mondo Bizarro because of that Burger King. <laughs> so, as if there weren't enough World War II references already in like the first two Ramones albums, even "Swallow My Pride" contains one with the line "Loose lips sink ships." Just sort of like. Uh, like, hey, we haven't talked about Nazis in World War II enough. We're going to throw in one more line just to beat you over the head with our obsession. Kind of a, um enchanting, cute little moment in that song. Just wanted to mention, mention that. It's sort of like there was some media criticism and like, oh, these guys talk about Nazis and how scary. And so they're like, we're going to keep doing it on our second album, even on that song. I never gave that any thought. Well, this is a provocative podcast. Yes, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I, boy, I really learned a lot today. <laughs> One, you act your age. <laughs> Two, you don't try to be something you're not. Three, you find out in advance what restaurant your mom and dad are going to and go someplace else. Now, here's the yeah, thing. If we could retain mathematics that we learned <laughs> at that same time in school, the way we can return the lyrical stylings of... Various people, we'd be a lot better off, maybe. I don't know, maybe not. 
What do you think of the album cover? <laughs> John? It, it is, um, this one is in color. It sure is. Um, the, uh, the band members take up less room on the cover than they did on the first one. You see more of their surroundings. <laughs> um, and they're at an angle, too, as opposed to being dead on. Um, so you get a little bit different of uh, a view from the band on the album cover of Leave Home by the Ramones. <laughs> what about... Um... What a... <laughs> you think Joe Ramone had already seen Freaks before he <laughs> before he mispronounced the whole gobble gobble hate thing? Because that's not exactly how the Freaks pronounce it. It's more like a gobble gobble, etc. Weird chant. But um, do you think that? Um, I mean, I'm just I don't really care what you, what you, what you think about this point. But, um, so like, sort of like counter to what I was saying about it being a little unfair to compare, to say that punk music sounds more like itself than any other kind of music. It's not like you can't tell Mozart when you drop the needle on the record, you know, you're not going to be like, oh, that's Shostakovich. You're going to be like, that's Mozart. So, um, but this album does have sort of a calculated feel like, well, this song, this album had a cover on it. This one's gonna have a cover on it. This album had a song about horror movies. This is gonna have a song about horror. This song, so it did. This album does seem, from the number of tracks on down, to be sort of a calculated attempt to recapture the magic of the first album. Yes or no? I would have to say yes because uh, you know what else were they gonna do? Uh, you know, I mean, you had you had the first record that that worked. You know. They're not the band that's going to go all experimental on the second record and, you know, try to set the world on fire. I, I think they're going to continue on with what's going to be your moneymaker and you're going to, you know, thankfully for them, you're going to add on to what you've already done, uh, but yet still keep that same formula that worked with you the first time and, you know, continue to try to get that million seller. I mean, Johnny says you can hear their development. and I don't know if I can really disagree with uh, a member of the band. Everyone's looking at me. <laughs> I mean, I do think there's, I do think it's a more, um, it's a more produced album. There are more chords, but um, some of the things that people say, like the songs are faster, I don't really agree with. They're roughly the same length as the songs in the first album, roughly the same tempo, but um, seems like an attempt to recreate the sound and feel of the first album I mean Leave Home is my number one Ramones record that, that's uh even though it contains that song you can't stand well, <laughs> every, every, that awful yeah. awful dastardly every, every now be a good boy every Ramones record has a song that I can't stand and will will hit every single one it has at least one um you know so I, I can't get away from that but uh but I would have to say just based on sound the songs themselves I, I definitely choose Leave Home as the as my number one Ramones record. I like it a lot. It's my favorite. That's your favorite Ramones record. Yeah. Leave Home, right? We're still talking about Leave we're Home? We're still talking. We're not on the Subterranean Jungle. <laughs> Subterranean Jungle is not my favorite Ramones record. Uh, Leave Home is. <laughs> Which Ramones album do you think sounds best on cassette? On cassette? I have never heard a Ramones album on cassette. Really? He, he yeah. has three. 
Oh, I have more than three, but those were the three that I didn't want to take with me when I left my parents' house. <laughs> I, still I don't blame you. Buried on the wall. I think I have them all on vinyl, though, those ones, because I like them so much. And because back then, every used record bin had like 18 copies of those. Because <laughs> those were bad records. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So we don't Love have lots... Kills. There's it's not much to say. Song. Leave Home is is an outstanding record, and I'm sure it's number one or two for most of you guys right now. I know John and I it's number one, but are it's, we? It's no, not is number, your one. number one. It's not number one. No. What's your number one? We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get are there. we um are we being had with all the um, reissues? Or yes. Are fine. We're being had. Can yeah. We talk about sure. that just yeah. for a minute. Let's let's talk about it. I feel as though I'm being had, but I'm doing it anyway. I agree. Um, I thought the first uh, reissue, the recent reissues, we're talking about the 40th anniversary yes. ones. I thought the uh, the 40th uh, anniversary Ramones remix, the mono mix, was an interesting um, release. I feel they they were the re- most interesting thing on any of the reissues. Yeah, they they restored the original lyrics to uh, "Today Your Love." Um, you got to hear Dee Dee count in a few more songs. Um, very minor changes, but that was by far the most interesting one. Because um, I think Leave Home was just a slightly different mix. You know, the guitars were a little bit louder. And I haven't listened to the Rocket to Russia one yet. Yeah, I haven't heard any of the any of the the fortieth anniversary reissues. I the there were some that were released probably early early two thousands uh, that that I picked up a good bit of, but. Uh, Actually, I think I've picked up most of them uh, out through Pleasant Dream. <laughs> why are we being had? Are we being had and why? I mean, it's the Ramones. You, you know all these songs. Even the different mixes, they're not going to be... There are no surprises. It's not going to be some big revelation that you didn't already figure out in the last 40 years. It's true. It is cool to hear Dee Dee count off a couple more times yeah. and to have the original lyrics restored. But... Um, we're being had, but we're doing yeah. it anyway. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and they're they're good. They're cool to listen to, but I mean, and this goes for the Ramones or, or any number of bands. When you start getting the reissues and you start getting the re, you know, bands will go back and re-record certain records or certain parts of a record. I I, I want to hear the records that I heard when I was when I was in you know getting into them and I, when I was into those records. So are you calling out Joe Queer right now? I'm calling out Joe Queer right now. Fucking move back home. Uh, like, <laughs> You know, for as bad as that record sounds, I put, you know, uh, the, the new one pops on and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Uh, and I, I think the same thing with the Ramones or, or once again, anybody else. There's a certain sound and, and if I love a song enough, I know it a certain way. And even a slight tweak to it, it's not the same for me. It's different and I pick it out every time and I don't want that. I, I want what I love and, and you know... I think that goes along with a lot of, you know, you'll get some demo tracks and everything, like I said, they're cool to listen to, or, you know, um, when it comes to actually hearing the record itself, I, I don't want to hear uh, a remastered version of it. I don't want to hear, you know, a, a slightly different take on it. I want to hear the, the songs that I know, and I want to hear them the way that I know them. Um, I don't know, like, that's kind of the, one of the things you just kind of grab onto when it comes to uh, records like that, at least for me anyway, so I, I I'm kind of anal when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like a slight tweak, I know it's there, and then it, then it agitates me until I hear the original. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. See, I can talk too. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I feel also. So, uh, so fuck your 40th anniversary. 
Yeah, like the well, there's remixes on like one of the CDs all the time on these ones, and they're all remixes just made within the last couple years, and there's almost no difference. I only started listening to the Rocket to Russia <coughs> reissue, and it's far and away the least impressive of the three. And I have a good ear, if I may say so myself. And yeah, the remix, I'm like, whatever. It is interesting to point out the release history of these albums um, as far as like CDs go, because I was in the ninth grade already when the first two Ramones albums first came out on CD on that All the Stuff and More Volume 1, because the record companies thought that people wouldn't buy punk CDs because they're like oh we're being ripped off we're paying 15 bucks for a 30 minute album and so a lot of classic early punk records weren't available on CD and then when they would come out there'd be more than one on a disc so you had to have an LP or cassette of the first two albums to own them up until I think um, the spring of 1990 if my memory is correct uh, when all the stuff and more came out yeah. so and that was the first time I owned these four the, the first four records was on all the stuff and more volume one and volume two did you always long for the day of all the stuff in more volume three and then it never came? No. <laughs> no. I, I had all the rest of the records and then I had all the stuff in more volume one and two and then when they started having those reissues in the in the early 2000s or, or late 90s or whenever, I, I started buying those uh, uh, those records individually. But but no, I... I, I so you don't need multiple versions of Now I Want to Be Learned, Now I Don't, I don't Want to Be Tame? Oh. oh. <laughs> What do you think about that song, <laughs> Jody? Do you like it more or less than "Now I Want to Be a Good Boy"? Oh, <laughs> I, I I hate "Now I Want to Be a Good Boy." Oh uh, boy, you know, my favorite song. Yeah, I just I don't <laughs> so understand. To me. I know that whole record. How so, is that the the favorite? I I, I guess it's just it has that like <laughs> like like I guess that's you you have some you have some just pure pop punk gold on this record and. If you can look at it, oh, I love her so, Carvana Knocked Loose, Susie is a Headbanger, Swallow My Pride, Wait, you Fernando. Susie is a Headbanger over... I love Susie is a Headbanger. Now I Want to Be a Good Boy just grabs me. You don't like Susie is a Headbanger? It's okay. I would, uh, that wouldn't be one of the top five songs that I throw out. I feel that's one of the most different sounding songs on that record. I always feel like it... He says know. the word geek with such a zeal. He's like, Martha, he's a geek. Like, it's like, he's like, it's just like, there's this profound <coughs> excitement on that word that really gets me going. Like Do you think that there's a lot of geeks at Burger King? <laughs> I mean, it could be, but I mean, as we learned, there could also be true love at Burger King. <laughs> and a bloodbath. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. You know what I think of Teenage Bottle Rocket? Let's hear it. I love them. <laughs> so to answer your question, I think I would listen to Now I Want to Be a Good Boy over Now I Want to Be Learned, Now I Want to Be Tamed. I like that song. Which that one? makes sense. Oh, Pat doesn't like Now I Want to Be Learned, Now I Want to Be Tamed? No, it just makes sense that... You don't like that song, do you? I don't have a strong opinion on that song. But it makes sense that you hate it and John likes it. Yeah, I like it. It's a good one. I still don't understand your hatred for Now I Want to be a good boy I don't understand your love for it so I guess I, I think that's just going to be one of those things we're just going to play heads on even if you want to throw it in it's like uh, you know okay it's not a, you know if you wanted to say there's a reason it's the first song on side two because okay. it's one of the best songs on the album I just did. that's like they're like when they flip the record over or if they accidentally drop that needle on side B instead of side A they're going to be happy because uh, they're going to get this amazing gonna, track I'm not going to be happy are you ever though I'm happy when I'm not listening now. I'm a good boy. Agree to disagree. 
Nope. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's I think that's a good way to get to end this episode. Yeah, there's not a whole lot to talk about with this record. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Jody only likes thirteen of the fourteen songs. I think. That's all right. Just wait till I get to. I don't care. <laughs> he don't care. Yeah, I do. I don't care I about do. this world. I don't care about that girl. Yeah, tell part about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Funny part about it is you just gotta pick these two these two records. And then, that is a great song. I don't care. <laughs> we'll have fun. I like it. Yeah. John does care. I do care. I like that song a lot. Thank you for listening to the Halfway to Sanity podcast. If you liked what you heard, tell your friends there's even more fun to be had on our Facebook page at Halfway to Sanity podcast.